Romancing the Dungeon is intended for mature audiences as this show contains adult themes, but like not those kind of adult themes, just some sensitive stuff that some audience members may find upsetting. Content warnings for specific episodes can be found in episode descriptions. listening to Romancing the Dungeon, a soft core D&D podcast about heroes navigating their daily lives while looking for love in a world full of peril, monsters and heartbreakers. Last time on Romancing the Dungeon. There is a huge buzz about the event at the Temple of Accolade. So, we're just going to go through the agenda for today's festivities. Ivan and Fia, you're going to be going to the maternity ward. We have some VIPs that would like to meet you guys, so that's going to be AJ and Festa. Then, of course, we have the matches tomorrow. I'm real sorry, Festa. They made me come here. Um, we're going to go watch a fight tomorrow. Oh, fun. Well, I say fight. What? Hey! <laughs> oh, there's rumors abound about you. You and a certain night scout oh. seen but a breath away from each other in the gardens of the old castle ground. We're just friends. We're just friends. With a knot in your stomach, the games begin. <laughs> miserable or just plain horny well you've taken the first steps to solving your problems at least your dating ones welcome to d8 devoted desired dreamier dirty dapper dates for dejected daters my name is Roz grapers founder ceo and love wizard and are you looking to boost your stamina do you want to perk up your constitution and get things rolling the right way for you? Well, I'm the proud ambassador for Pumpaton, the exercise machine that you strap on and into. Ah, push it. No, wait. Pump it. Hang on. My hand is stuck. Can you just... The buckle, if you could just unclasp. How do you... How do you... How do you deal with the fuck of... How do you deal with these fucking stupid restraints? How do you deal with failure? <laughs> uh, not well, actually. Um, I keep telling people that failure is essential for growth and it's a fertile ground for your success, but I'm not very good at it. I know I should fail and fail again and try and try again and fail better. And harder. Yeah, and harder. And like repeatedly, just over and over again, just keep faster. failing. And faster, yeah, and faster too. I think I just needed someone to tell me that. Can I just say something to you right now? Woman to man, you're so lucky I'm tied up on this fucking machine. <laughs> and this failure will be part of a greater success. <laughs> Get me out of the thing. <laughs> Generally, if I fail, I just be better. Just if you stop being a loser, you can just get through it. And when are you going to stop? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the current plans. <laughs> 
I, oh, I guess I no. Listen, Roz. I I used to just drink and party, and and when things went bad, I would just get smashed. But now, you know, I've really grown as a person, and I've swapped to hard drugs. <laughs> 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 no, there's a part of me that's like, can we say that? <laughs> Adult teams. Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay. There's a disclaimer yeah, at the start. <laughs> yeah, we might mention it. I mean, Fester, to be fair, you've never failed an STI test. It's just Hard market. to fail if you don't try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm jacking up your Vs. <laughs> I think I handle failure okay. I mean, I do tend to write in my diary in all caps when I do fail. But, yeah, no, I, I think I do pretty all right. Yes, you're the most well-adjusted one of the group. Thanks, Roz. That wasn't a compliment. <laughs> when we left, you were in a carriage on the way to the temple, and there was that sinking pit in your stomach, the bubble caught in your throat, the breath being held, the hairs on the back of your neck, your arms, just kind of standing in that like anxiety and excitement and nerves and you can see or rather you saw at the crack of dawn, people lining up to get in. Vendors stalls set up selling merchandise. You were sort of escorted in through a private entrance for athletes and stars. The Temple of Accolade is both a stadium and a temple. Accolade is the goddess of competition and victory and there are priests. They wear black and white robes. A lot of Accolade's followers tend to be referees, mediators and people who kind of like to look at the rules. They are effectively this world's rules lawyers. The building itself is made of sandstone and there is a warmth that just starts to kind of permeate from it. You find that the ground even has like a, a fine layer of sand kind of on it. There's all these statues of great warriors, fighters, monsters, athletes, musicians, just people who are kind of at the top of their field celebrated. The other thing that kind of catches your attention as you are kind of being led to a space for you, like your, it's your locker slash changing room slash dressing room slash chill out space. The walls have all these rules. You pass one, it's rule number two. Always be polite in the face of competition. And then you pass rule 76. If it's homebrewed, it needs to be declared before the game starts. Accolade believes in fairness in all shapes and forms of it. There are servants from the palace kind of middle in the corridor. They, they are helping carry some of your stuff along overhead the crowd the noise it's muffled but you can hear it you can practically feel the vibrations coming through you are under the sample under your feet you can feel the vibrations of the dragon's back falls the, the waterfall uh, from the mountains just coursing under the city you are just sort of sitting in the middle of this energy both the natural and the man-made above you and there is something something very infectious about it. Even if you're not enthusiastic about the fight, you kind of find yourself swept along inside this buzz. You're escorted by some guards and some servants to your locker room, dressing room. And again, there's four little stations for you to kind of set up and change. There's little lockers lining the wall. You can see that your names are on each of them. 
just kind of hanging up inside it. You can see a little sort of dress bag. How's everybody feeling? Generally annoyed that I have to do this, but also terrified because I have no idea what's happening. Nervous about what I'm going to be wearing. <laughs> I'm going to kneel down to the ground and grab a handful of sand and kind of rub it between my paws and uh, say a little prayer. Accolade, bless this day. Give me a roll of a d20. You got it, champ. <laughs> I missed the thing and everything. <laughs> I got a three and I missed the trick. <laughs> like the perfect set of unfortunate events. Say something really awkward. Miss the train. Fucking fail. <laughs> Uh, fail, fail again, fail better. <laughs> it's AJ. You're not. It's that thing of you should do it. You're in this space, and you you you're making yourself doing it. Mm. And it's not. It's not because you want to. It's this thing of well, I should, so I'll do it. There's always been a kind of comfort in doing it, and you don't know what it is. You don't know if it's just what's happened in the last couple of days, the night in the nightmare realm with Morag and all that went on with Dahlia. You don't know if it's being put on paid leave. There's a gap between you and the things that you would reach out to as much as it's a thing that's kind of spiritual there is sort of a feeling it is that sort of an, an emptiness that you kind of feel in your stomach not you're not really sure do i get ready now is it still too early there is just kind of a very polite knock on the door in steps kind of a burly looking human uh, fella again wearing a bl- black and white robes are you all getting on okay? Can I get you anything? Is there anything that you may require to prepare yourselves for the games ahead? I'm Brother Garth Brookfield. You can refer to me for the rest of the day if there's anything that you require, if you have a rule reference, if you would like any information about the games. It should be quite an entertaining day for all. I personally am looking very much forward to your dance-off. There is somebody outside who is quite eager to meet the four of you. Perhaps leave you with some wise words. If you're comfortable me showing him in, and then you can have the time to prepare and ready yourselves. The first games are not until noon. Yeah, sure. Okay. Cool. And just to double check, if if I get pinned for three seconds here, do I lose my title? Under the current games, no, uh, as we are not doing a wrestling competition. Mm -hmm. But allow me to just double check if those rules still qualify here. I will send it to one of the higher ups. Again, he kind of, he bows and he he leaves the, you can kind of hear him talking to somebody outside. Again, it's quite muffled and there is just a lot of sound and a lot of energy. And then the door is just swung wide open. And in barrels, a rather tall halfling. Like, he's tall for a halfling. Uh, Three-quarterling. A a (laughs) three-quarterling. And just this mess of brown curls. In one hand, he's holding a drinking horn. He's wearing a a shirt that's probably three sizes too small for him, and he's kind of bursting out of it in the way that the buttons are straining. Suspenders, a little dicky bow, a suit jacket that's, like, a little too big for him, and burlap pants that are kind of being held up by the suspenders but are quite baggy around the, the legs. Well, Hello. Uh, you're very welcome. Come on in. Oh, I'm already asking me. Oh, hello. Oh, God, here's a wheelchair. The four of us. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> the four of you have to go, Lily. That's going to be a great day for everybody. <laughs> oh, Marty. Oh, we know. From the Cavaliers. From the uh-huh. Gale Shark Cavaliers. The what? The Gale Shark. Oh, like a comedy troupe or No 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 I'm a funny man over there. A comedy You shouldn't make me laugh. I've actually got a No, you're a funny fella. Uh, He's a sporting legend. Last surviving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what happened to uh, the. Uh, I've got one the room and it was just right on the cliff. And I wasn't on it because I wasn't having a slash. So that yeah. happened. Tragic. Uh, mm-hmm. And he clasps his hand together and he bows his head. I'm here now. And he saunters over towards Yuffie and he takes her hand. He's just kind of shaking it very eagerly. You're good for the young people. I do know I'd be out for a little bit. I try to pull my hand back. I'm going for the fun with there now. Uh, a lovely bunch of kids. Uh, 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 I'm sure you're with the genius, and he, he's I'm sure he's practically the king's favorite. <laughs> yeah. AJ, what's his like deal here? What is he? What's his job? What does he do? I don't know. I'm I I presume just to um like it's uh, like I'm not going to question that. Like he's here now. Like it's, uh, <laughs> I haven't had like a poster of this guy when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, would you all have no more than another? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no bother at all. Fifteen cents. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't bother at all. Not about anything for a fan. <laughs> so, not to be rude, um, um, Mr. Mar- Marty, but, but why are you are here? Oh, they tried to help Marty for the retirement. And I just, they were like, do you, do you want to come in and do that much commentary? <laughs> I just, so I'm in and I want to be talking for the people. And I'm going to be talking about the match. And I'm going to be telling them all about what you're doing. Huh? You're going to blow by blow count of everything in incorrect detail. Yeah, great. So it's, sorry, what is going on here? Because I can't understand a word he's saying. I don't know, but he's just gonna let him go. come and take the match. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, there, yeah. Can you just, just go with it. Okay, very good. And your name is there. Do I do it back? No, no. What's your name? Tell him your name. Uh, uh, Ivan. Oh, Ivan. I know I have a fellow that I know Ivan. I have a fellow that you like now, because it was before. I was a really good fellow now, that fellow was now. Not as handsome as yourself, but... Uh, yes. Uh, Ivan. You go upstairs now, and you borrow a good show for money. I don't have any change on me. I... I... <laughs> Oh, that's okay. Sid money, uh, didn't he? Uh, give them a good show for their money, for the fans. Oh, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
There's a, there's a, you're looking for the match there. And I go up there and you go, and I got a good performance. Uh, yep. A rising performance. Uh, yep, yep, yep. And you're gonna, yep. you're just gonna wow everybody and I'll come up there. Yeah, yeah. You're a good girl. Yep, yep. Marty has kind of made his way around uh, to the four of you, kind of like offering advice, you know, it's about the show. And then there's like a, a knock on the door. Oh, that's, that's for me now. They'll probably want me to go play around with a bit of a sound check or something like that. Bye. Thanks. Thank you. No, no. Stop it in. Good luck there now in the fight there. And I'll be rooting for great job. It's an honor, honestly. Oh, no, it's all mine there now. You're a good lad. You have a good set and shoulders on yourself. Good luck. And I'm going to one thing about another thing. But I'm going to great job. Great crowd up there. And he starts to head out the door. Oh, thank God. Wow. I believe Marty's going to commentate. Is that what he said? Y- yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That's an honor. Is honestly, anyone going to know what he's saying? Y- yeah, they've got like a loudspeaker, like a like a system around the like I think it's like gnomish maybe or dwarven technology. I don't, I don't understand it. I'm not a techie. I don't understand it either. Are we? I'm going to start like stretching and getting ready. If that's a uh... oh stretch. Oh, are we supposed to stretch? Probably should. Otherwise, you might pull a hammy. It's probably like a fake automaton beast that we're fighting, so I can't imagine it's yeah. And no, I'm not stretching to worry about. AJ pulls his stop off. He starts changing. He's <laughs> comfortable in a dressing room. It's like, everything's hanging out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. AJ, AJ, AJ. Yeah. There's ladies present. Maybe just Hafez is like shirt half there's off. A, there's a lady present. Fia <laughs> has turned around and started doing stretch his face in the wall. <laughs> So the four of you are just yep. getting yeah. ready. Hand by Hephaestus checking her ass out in a mirror like, eh, 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 I'm doing the awkward trying to shimmy into one outfit while shimmy out <laughs> the other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A towel kind of tucked under your chin. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Very much that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I sort of have the cape wrapped around my waist oh. and like then I'm sort of changing my shorts underneath Do it. little shimmy. So then I can yeah. see my willy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so it is that, you know, we're all, we're all friends, but, you know, we're not there. We don't want to see each other. Yeah, so the the four of you spend a little bit of time stretching, changing into your costumes and your outfits. Do you want to describe what your costume looks like? I will say, Fia, it's not showing off her costume yet. She is under her winter coat because she is... Okay, so, you're, like, so you come out wearing your winter, winter coat. coat. And the costume is in underneath. Okay. Just because she's, she's... First off, she's cold. Secondly... She's never really had this much leg on show before, so she's a little embarrassed by it. What she's wearing is is basically it's white with like a long with like gold trim all around it, and it's kind of like a wrap dress that stops just above her knees, and then there's a big thick gold belt around her midriff, and she's wearing a tiara as well. AJ has a leather shoulder pad. It's just on his shoulder, it seems, strapped across his chest, which is exposed. He is covered in. Shimmering oil, I suppose. He's a little bit greased up. Uh, this sort of like skirt, I suppose you could. What, is that what yeah, you call yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Kind of a gladiatorial skirt. Yeah. yeah. And he has uh, two armbands either side. I don't think he'd be wearing like a quiver. So mm. I'd imagine the arrows would be out there in a little bucket. Yeah. A bucket of arrows. A little bucket. So his, yeah. uh, and his bow is just propped up in his locker. As AJ comes in, Fia's eyes are like everywhere but near him. <laughs> uh, Ivan's is not dissimilar from AJ's. Uh, he has the skirt. He has the sort of gladiatorial sandals with the straps, like crisscrossing up his calves. And then he has the sort of gauntlets. He has a large, like, leather shield that is, like, maybe two to three times the size of his buckler and a, a red cape. Uh, Festa is in your classic college witch Halloween party costume. 
Uh, ass cheeks full display. Can you see the front in this picture you gave me? No, you can't see the front. So we're just going to say probably cleavage on display as well. And a, I'm, I'm going to say oversized, exaggerated pointed witch's hat. When you have all changed, and even with Fia wearing the winter coat and kind of pulling it, you're getting the odd flash of like the, <laughs> the top or like the skirt or something like that. When the four of you see each other in your couture, who are you looking at and what are you thinking? It's not those sort of adult themes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just blatantly checking everyone out. My it's eyes great. are on the ceiling. Okay. I am looking at AJ and I'm going, AJ, myself and Fia were getting interviewed by Misty. And I just so you're aware, if with all the people outside, there's a rumor going around about you and Fia. Oh, really? I know, it's crazy. Apparently, they say that you like each other. Um, I'm going to telepathically speak into Ivan's mind. It's like, well, I do like Fia a lot, a lot. Did you start the rumor? No. I don't know where they would have gotten it from. I, I wouldn't spread something. I don't know if Fia likes me. I thought we had something, but then I think like I messed it up or something. Well, I mean, everybody thinks they look super cute together, so... Any, like, advice, given that, like, you're... Like, you've got a direct line to, like, love? Like, I've never really, like, prayed for love before. Like, what, how do I... How do I pray for love? It's quite difficult to think about, really, because I am... The person I love is, is a, a, a goddess. Um, <laughs> oh, you mean literally? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You just have to be open, I think. So, I mean, you've got a lot on display right now, so I would say just lean into that as much as you can. All right. I'm going to start kind of lunging around the room. Mm. <laughs> I would also point out that this has happened telepathically, mm-hmm. so it's yeah, just yeah, been yeah. the two of you staring at each other while Ava's <laughs> while <laughs> dressing. Havas is just like, oh, yeah, I get it. Oh, yeah, I've read yeah, these yeah, books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is she. <laughs> yes, the two of you are going to... I mean, she got the books from me, so. <laughs> It is that thing where you are, it's weird. It, it's that, oh yeah, I, like you're my friend, I don't want to look at you, but like, oh, look at uh, eyes everywhere. Uh, and yet nowhere. About an hour or two has kind of passed. You've been offered food, beverages. It's just being brought in and out. And there is just kind of a, a knock at the door. Ivan, you recognize Joachim's voice. Uh, hey, Icicle, what's up? Joachim. Oh, there's just so many uncool people here and I'm just getting really uncomfortable and do you know what's going on? When are we going out there? Dog, I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to level with you. Lay it down, my friend. You've no idea. There's just too much. My arms are heavy from carrying it. Oh. It's a packed house. Everybody who's everybody in the city is here and then there's a bunch of nobodies. Um, no, they're well. there too and they're turning people away. It's They're looking to see if they can try and like project what's going to happen in the, the sample floor around the taverns. So people who can't get in can still watch. Dog, everyone's going to know your faces. This this is kind of a big deal then, is it? Or? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you all right, dude? I, I, I feel a bit... Uh, You're looking sick, sick. Like, not sick. Yeah, I feel pretty sick. Peaky sick. <laughs> yeah. Um, you want upchuck on me? Because uh, that's not ice, brah. <laughs> <laughs> brah. Brah, just think, think, <laughs> think not sick thoughts. <laughs> Don't think of chunks. <laughs> hey, would gift baskets make you feel better? Uh, yeah, just just bring 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 them in. Uh, I think this is starting to get out of hand. What what 
What's wrong? What's wrong? Uh, uh, apparently, everyone's here, and um, they're sort of projecting it everywhere. And there's, um, there's going to be a lot of people uh, looking at us. And um, you, did you, you only realize this now? I I I I I don't know if I know what's going on. <laughs> We're fake fighting something and they're shooting arrows. It's just, it's, we've done this. It's fine. Well, I mean, I guess you weren't actually with us for the battle. Have you? Ivan? Yes? Do you, like, who were you? Well, I, I just sort of was like a small town kind of person and then I fell in love and then just spent pretty much all of my life with one other person. I'm not used to being around so many people and having so many people look at me and, uh... You know, it was kind of okay up to this point because there were sort of smaller rooms where we were sort of being ushered through crowds, but just the idea of thousands of eyes uh, staring at me and looking at me, um, I've not really experienced anything like that before. Probably, so. probably tens of thousands, oh, really. Yeah. Um, the rest here are not making it better. Oh, every, right. Everybody has at least two eyes, so you're looking at maybe a double again. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you can, but maybe just like tap into like your inner Nate. He was a performer, you know? Just think about like you're just performing. Give me a wisdom saving throw, Ivan. Uh-oh. At disadvantage. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's that thing of, oh yeah, I think the body was a performer, so I can lean into the muscle memory and, and all of that. It's like someone throwing a bucket of cold water over you, and you just see a half-empty theater and people booing, and someone throws something at you. And you just hear, do forever rock. And the memory just, it, it, it's kind of half there, half not there. It's a thing of like, oh, no, I'm not tapping into that. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out when we get out there, I suppose. Hey, you made a goddess fall in love with you? I am pretty sure you can fight a fake monster or something. How, how are the, the rest of you? Fine. 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 It's fine. It'll be over soon. We'll, be, it. we'll do be it together. Over, it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. And then I make eye contact. You're like, it'll be fine. And I look up at the ceiling again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a, sounds like you're not fine voice. Oh, it's fine. Don't worry if you feel nervous. Uh, AJ will hold your hand. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> not when you're firing the bow. That would be. That would be a very bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Maybe, maybe you could sort of like help each other with the bow and sort of, you know. Then that means only one attack instead of two. But twice as powerful. Oh. Two arrows. No, 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 no. Focus, focus, focus. No, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Um, I, I've been holding these gift baskets for an awfully long time. Oh, yeah. There's one for each of you. It's from, like, loads of different shops all over the city. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, cool. Oh, no, I, like, I, I'm just holding them. I'm just bringing them in. I, I, I didn't make them, but yeah, cool. You're welcome. Well, thank you for bringing them in. Ah, well, uh, it's my job. I'm not used to being thanked. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Joachim. And, and you know what? You were right. Bianca is a B word. Dude, I didn't say that. <laughs> Oh, that was Beatrice. Beatrice. Oh, okay. Uh, should I not listen to Beatrice anymore? You no, said Beatrice isn't cool. Okay. Bianca's all right. I think I was quite mean to her. <laughs> Man, you gotta apologize for that shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm She's sorry. a professional. Thanks for the gift basket. You're welcome. <laughs> Ivan. Yeah. I think you're real cool. You're like you might really need that right now. <laughs> um, thank you. And Ivan. Mm? I'm sure the hundreds of thousands of people who are watching are going to think you're real cool, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he comes in and he brings in like a gift. They're, they're quite big. It's the weirdest gift basket you've ever seen. There's little glass 
decanters, like cute little like handcrafted artisanal decanters. There's a set of jugs. There's some fruit. There's some vegetables. There's some cured meats. There's a selection of liqueurs. As you kind of as you kind of drift along the gift basket, it moves from like the usual stuff, the normal stuff, to there's a, a leather belt with three daggers on it. Oh, great. There's a bag of ball bearings. There's a set of manacles. Uh, you're moving yeah. more into adventuring gear. And then nestled on the far right of it, in like quite a delicate little wicker basket, you see a large bulbous bottle. It has just written on the front of it a greater health potion. Ooh. And there's one for each of you. I feel bad that Yoakum carried all these. I'll just take out, like, what was that? Like a green potion thing? I'll be like, Yoakum, do you want this? Yes, but I don't think I'm allowed. Oh, I think it would be fine. Or like anything from the basket, whatever you want. Why don't you give it to me afterwards in case you need it for... Uh, Are you sure? Yeah, totally. You can, if I need it, just toss it to me or whatever. Oh, oh, okay. So you want to, do you want me to just hold it for you? No, no, you have it. But like, if oh. you feel like I need it, then just like give, give it, back. it back to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like at any time you might need it, I have to give you back because no. these are quite expensive. I'll keep it, keep it. You know what? Keep it. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Treat yourself. Ivan, what's his? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a millennial. I'm a millennial. Well, I don't yeah. know if I want you. Do you want this? I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Avesta, Avesta, you'll need this. <laughs> she fucking takes it she is too now <laughs> you can kind of hear there's music blaring upstairs and like the crowd are kind of getting into it everybody give me perception checks 16 Eight. 23 okay. 23 nice 14 8 <clears throat> AJ and it's kind of hard to make out there's a lot of rumbling coming from down and that's kind of what you're drawing and you're like wow that's did that just get louder it's water like, it's water it, I mean it's loud and you can feel the vibration but the first second there was like whoa whoa so you're kind of distracted. Thea and Ivan, you can hear the music and there's kind of a, it's a heavy, grungy kind of beat to it. And it's, I think, as you're kind of listening to it, you're like, oh, okay, what was that? And you're kind of like, oh, no, the music. And you just hear, Nate's a fucking prick. Nate makes me sick. As the Belladonnas are, are oh, yeah. the warm-up act for the crowd. <laughs> just as, just as, it kind of, as you're kind of settling, there is just kind of a, a knock on the door. And Lady Wolver appears uh, in very tense. Like, just like, she always comes across as quite sharp, quite edgy. Today, I would describe her as prickly. You can kind of even see it. And she's just kind of wiping down her arm, like her whole arms with just two long wet wipes. Bianca is at her side. I take it everything is in order. You all look spectacular. Thank you. Oh, you've. Bianca to thank for this. Bianca and obviously Olga Flappenbottoms, who we were able to arrange for you. At- I sort of Ivan picks his head up out of a bucket and he's like, Bianca, I just wanted to say, to say, to say sorry. Um, you, uh, I wouldn't be here without you today, and you're really good at your job. Are you quite all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. A little bit of stage fright. Ivan, Ivan, darling, would you like me to fetch a medic? Uh, maybe, yeah. She turns to a servant and just is like, a cleric, quickly! I suppose we can delay the performance a few minutes. Um, nothing like keeping the crowds on the edge of their seat. It'll build to the drama, and it keeps me out of the masses. Again, Lady Wolver, I do apologise! It's fine. His Majesty is so wise and 
understanding of his subjects, I hardly even notice that the royal box has been removed and that we're sitting amongst the muddlings. I mean, commoners. I mean, citizens. And it's fine, uh, as long as you keep the wet wipes coming. Yes, Lady Wilver. I've come down to offer you a couple of words of encouragement. You are representing not only yourselves, you represent the entire, and her eyes lock on you, Agelius, city. You are an emblem for his majesty. What you do today will be remembered and be a mark on his majesty's reign. Try not to stain it. And... As a fail-safe, I took the liberty of asking Flappenbottoms to stitch in a little inspiration into your costumes. Mind you, it's only to be used in a case of emergencies. And remember, smile, Hephaestus. She just, like, bares her teeth in what is definitely not a smile, but just like, it clearly looks painful. You've never looked prettier. (laughs) You go out. You bow to his majesty. We're next to the sticky nuts vendor. (laughs) His majesty has had a foam finger made and he's waving it with such gusto that I think it might be catching. Good luck. And don't fuck it up. (laughs) (laughs) And she turns on her heels uh, and like just snaps her fingers and Bianca you better work (laughs) (laughs) a little time passes and you can kind of again the music is kind of dying down and the crowd you can kind of hear a lot of footsteps and there's a a little bit of commotion is there anything anybody wants to do there's a small thing Uh, Sam check under your dice mat and Amber check in your left cardigan pocket (laughs) (laughs) As you're looking through your lockers, you find there's a little note that's been, like, stuck to the inside of them. Can I open it now? Yeah, I don't leave yeah. Ivan and Hephaestus, it is that thing of, like, you are just kind of milling around and you notice that there's a little envelope that wasn't there when you first came in. You take it out, there's a little wax seal, you snap it, and inside you see that you have a little note from Agilius. Now, you can read them if you wish. Or you can leave them as just private notes between you and AJ. Ivan sort of reads it to himself and it says, don't forget to do right by you. And it's signed by AJ. Hephaestus oh. uh, says, we all lose our way sometimes, but nothing stays truly lost forever. Even in the darkest of days, we'll come find you. But we might need you to light our way back out. Burn set the world ablaze. Well, that's made me a little emotional. <laughs> I had almost broke through the icy layer that's around my heart. How do Ivan and Hephaestus react to that? Um, I don't really react too much, but I try to catch AJ's eye. And then I roll my eyes, but in like a really friendly, loving way. I know what you mean. Yeah. Can you do that for us? Because I want to just see what I feel under like. pressure, so... And I use the ability to roll my eyes with that. <laughs> you know, like when you roll your eyes, but like with a small smile, so you're just like, ah, Jesus. Yeah, I get you. It's more, like a, it's more like a Disney eye roll. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ivan, Ivan uh, looks to AJ and just sort of gives him like a, like a nod and he's quite serious and I think sort of steals himself, pun intended. <laughs> Before anyone else comes in as well, Hephaestus just wants to... Uh, slide over to Fia and just let her know that the McGuckets are indeed around and in town and out there and to keep an eye out for them. <gasps> really? 
Do they have the kids with them? They do. Oh my gosh. They must They're get in so much trouble. Utter little monsters. It's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Do they know Nate's not around anymore? No. Uh, yes. They seem pretty chill. Do they know, like, someone's walking around and has body? I don't. No. Okay, but poor, they're gonna find out, so... Poor Jess might faint. Yeah. I did not think this through. Thanks for telling me, though. I'll keep an eye out for them. Yeah. And you just hear kind of uh, booming over sending stone phones. Galeshire, get on your feet for the legendary heroes of Tezrab, Littlehorn, Warmnock, and soon-to-be heroes of your hearts. And there's just kind of a little gentle knock on the outside, and Brother Brookfield just kind of pops his head in. There's been a little bit of a schedule change. Thea and Jalius, uh, they want you to go on first. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Are you okay? Is that okay? Yeah, just a little bit more time to psych myself up for it. Okay, here we go. Okay, and I throw off my coat and I walk out the door. (laughs) (laughs) You are kind of, you're walking out the door and you kind of just, you whip it off and it's that, if I just keep moving my body forward, the rest of me will follow. (laughs) I think that's how it works. Yeah. And you do, you just see Fia clomp her way <laughs> the the hallway here it actually it's it's spiraling upwards thing and Ajilis, is there anything you're doing like as Fia just like <sighs> and it's that thing of plunging into cold water whipping it off and just <sighs> out of the door I think my tongue probably hits the ground <laughs> <laughs> and your eyes come right out of your head <gasps> <laughs> sorry I have an allergic reaction to winter coats being whipped off definitely <laughs> 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 Uh, I've walked this corridor a few times in my life, I think, mm. so I'm just Show off. tapping the, uh, the <laughs> rules. lost every time. <laughs> <laughs> I take a deep breath and I head out. Following on Fia's heels, you do pass the odd acolyte. Like, so it's, it's, it is just this eclectic, wonderful space, like where regardless of ability, acolyte accepts all. Fia, you, you, you can see the writing on the walls, but you're just focusing on the next footstep. Whereas AJ, you are just kind of touching each rule and you see that a couple of the, the priests and priestesses are kind of giving you kind of just kind of a, a firm, gentle nod, but like a, almost extending a handshake because mm. that's fair play. The sound is getting louder, Fia. And just as you feel like, you know, no, I've got to turn, you can see the light from the passageway out onto the temple and the arena. My, my, I stop. Hold it. Okay, you're stopping kind of at the line. Yeah, yeah, looking yeah, out. yeah. I'll walk up, catch up to Fia, and then stand beside her. When you're ready, we'll step out. Don't know if I'll be ready. Just focus on what's in the arena. Not the crowd, not the people. Just you, me, and the task at hand. I look over and like, and I just start nodding and give you a weak little smile. You step out and immediately the noise just washes over you. It's a wave just barreling over you and rolling over the top of your head. Fia, you felt, you said you felt cold downstairs in the kind of the dressing room and the lockers. There's a heat radiating out of this place, and the ground here is bare sandstone. You can see that it has been worn and chiseled and smashed and danced upon. There is just a smattering of sand everywhere. There are four huge columns on which you see four statues. Glen and Yarn, two half-elves just kind of swords kind of pointed in the way that they were always competing with each other. 
marry a halfling merchant, two sets of like dice uh, in her hand, and Talik, a figure just draped in fabric and a hat that looks a lot like Hephaestus, comical almost in that like it looks like something you would see on a caricature of a wizard. At the far end of the wall, and this is quite a circular space that you're in, at the far end there is a towering statue of the goddess Accolade, and around her are just rows and rows and rows of seats, and you just hear people screaming your names. Well, actually, they're screaming Hephaesta and Ivan, but Hephaesta's drowning everybody out. Uh, uh, apologies, uh, ladies and gentlemen, there has been a change in schedule. Welcome, Fia Burbage and Night Scout Agilius Steele. As your eyes kind of adjust to the, to the brightness of this space, and the light feels somewhat unnatural. A hush falls over the crowd. Standing up, you hear almost in unison an arena filled with a hundred thousand people bend the knee as King Dreyfus stands up. People of Galeshire, standing before you are the best, the brightest, and the... Is that the goodest? Is that a word? Goodest, kind-hearted people I've met in a long time. You know their names. You now know their faces. Scream it with me. And everybody just starts roaring Fia and AJ. We are pitting two of Galeshire's finest archers against each other in a battle that is sure to go down in accolades history and with that there's just a flash of light around the temple and you just hear Marty Marwinzi coming with you live from the commentators booth I am joined by Bianca Pettycloud Bianca great day up here in the stadium fantastic energy out of everybody I have to say moving speech from King Dreyfus I'll let you get a word in one way in a second Bianca but right now I think the people really need to hear from a former experienced champion much like myself I gotta tell you the energy that Ajalius and Fia are feeling down there well they must be very very nervous but if they just lean right into that that is just gonna do them so many favors that's right, Marty. Great, Bianca. Yeah, wonderful. Great to hear from you. Wonderful, wonderful. I think we're going to go back down to see what's happening. It appears some targets. Was this your design, Bianca? The targets have just magically appeared in the arena. Oh, I can speak. Wonderful, <laughs> Bianca. Wonderful, wonderful. Creative idea. I don't really understand why the target's there. And we cut back to Fia and AJ. Directly in front of you, hanging 120 feet in the air, you see a set of rings spinning very, very quickly. They're about the size of a cartwheel. Around the the stadium, you just see this ball of... At first, it looks like kind of dust, but it's swept up the sand. It's just this ball of energy, and it is moving incredibly quickly around the perimeter of the arena. On it, you see a bullseye target. Um, Bianca, if I recall correctly, there are three targets. I can see the one suspended in the air. I see the one moving blindingly fast around the unit. That's got to be a hard one to hit. I can see that you spared no sense of challenge for the heroes. No, not at all, Marty. 
Wonderful, wonderful, great words out of you there. What about the third target? Because I, if I if I can see correctly, there are three arrows in buckets next to the heroes. So they have three shots, obviously. What about the third target? Where can we find that? I, I'm not really seeing it anywhere out there. Well, Marty, all will be revealed as the competition continues fantastic i am on the edge of my seat here and not just because i'm a halfling and they did not bother getting me a decent sized chair aj and fia there are currently two targets on the grounds of the simple arena a bucket of arrows uh, to your left and to your right respectively you have your own bows you have three arrows there are two targets and you know that a third has been announced but it has yet to be revealed Okay, so I'm going to explain. Target one is the one hanging up in the air. To hit it, it's because uh, it's a stationary target, it is a DC 10. And then you're going to roll a D100 to determine the hit. And for every five over the DC, you'll add five to that D100. So if the DC is 10 and you get 15, you'll add an extra five to whatever you roll on your D100. Target two is the moving target. It has a much higher DC and target three will be revealed when Eilish finishes scheming. So the both of you, bows in hand, the targets that you can see, what are you doing? You ready? Yes, so. We could, um, we can compete or we can work together. I think they want to see us compete, right? Like, I don't know. Don't worry about what they want to see. I think we can show them what a team looks like. Um, Bianca, can you just tell me a little bit about what Fia and AJ are wearing? Those are some interesting pieces. Yes, we've had the uh, House of Flappenbottom design some exclusive pieces that will be on display in the museum after the events of today. Fantastic. So if you really want to get up and close with Fia and AJ and practically smell the sweat mm-hmm, off their garments, mm-hmm. you'll be able to do that on display yes, here in the temple. Absolutely. Marty, unmissable. And is it possible to get these costumes or... Oh, no. They're one of a kind, unfortunately. But what if you know somebody who has it in and you really want to wear that skirt? Marty, we can have a word about this later. Great. Let's have a chat after. Oh, it looks as if Ajalius and Fear are about to take their first shot. Would I try this one? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to take my bow out, take an arrow, like get it ready, but just kind of do a little tumble and pose. Give me a performance check. That's not great. That's fine. <laughs> On the dice. Um, so... What do you mean? You obviously call that acrobatics more so than performance. Right? Um, I would, yeah, I would, yeah. I would think just a little tumble. Uh, yeah, but it's more performance-based. Uh, I mean, it's a lovely tumble, but it's not even remotely performative. So... Eight in total. Yeah, you just did a lovely roll. It is that sort of thing you're, at, you're trying to add to it. It's not quite as cool as it was in your head but hey you did it i see does the roll i want to grab an arrow and i just want to like run and then skid to a stop underneath the target that's above us okay give me another performance check yeah let's see how this goes sorry i'm getting a note from my producer (laughs) (laughs) that one and that one yes yes yeah, Fia, you run up, you grab the arrow, you just pull it from the bucket, you run, slide, it, you just see AJ tumble in a roll and it's like, wait, what? And you kind of fluster. In her mode of embarrassment, which has happened to her previously, she's going to like manifest her echo. <laughs> there's, again, there's just a blink of smoke and there's like, <gasps> from the crowd and then the echo is just like, oh my God. 
And the rings just spin very, very quickly. Uh, you have hit uh, an outer ring. As that happens, your name flashes above the audience's heads, and it just says Thea, two points, AJ zero. From my crouched down, kind of single knee position, I'm going to take an arrow and then fire. I'll go for the middle, the next ring in. Your performance isn't getting you a disadvantage or advantage. It wasn't. Uh, it is a sixteen. Roll your D100. 37 plus... The 5. Plus the 5, yeah. Mm. So, 42. Bullseye. Hey! Uh, you were aiming to, like, not show... This is not about showing her up or anything like that, but... Oh God, when you're good, you're good. Uh, and it's you accidentally hit the bullseye, and it shoots right through the middle, and sparks just erupt from the rings. And where Fia's name says 2, AJ's name now says 10. Well done. Thanks. I am... Um, you too. Oh, it really looks like Fia just went wide on that one, Bianca. Mm-hmm. Maybe the nerves are getting the better of her. Oh, or maybe it's the cold. Or she might be blinded by love, Marty. I've heard the rumors, but my sources are telling me it is as frigid as I am up here. Oh dear, that's unfortunate. Yes, and I'd also like to remind you, Bianca, that we do have children in the audience, and even though I'm the one that said that... Let's try and be appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Bianca. So what I'm going to do is, like, I'm going to see where it's spinning around. Okay, uh, so you, you're, you're waiting to hit the target. So What I'm going to do is, I'm going to blink over using Blessing of the Raven Queen to where it just moves away from, and then face towards the direction for where it comes back towards me. Gotcha. And then fire a shot off when I kind of have a bit more of a line of it. Give me so, a performance check. The DC, like I said, is 20. Every five over the DC that you get, you'll get an extra five on your score. It's a 10. It's neither... I mean, it's it's a very... People are like, ooh, but they've already seen the Echo Knight. So it's that like, ah, oh, wow, they're there. Now they're over there. You had your eye and you blink over and you can now see the... You kind of have a full view of where the, the target's moving. You can take your shot. Uh, that's a 17. Now, remember, you have, I would like to point this out, you do have the inspiration dice from... Actually, I will use that just to... Yeah. It's a D12. Yeah, right there. 17? 17. 17. Mm-hmm. Plus... Oh. You got 18. 18. In total. You, you, you literally hear Marty Morrowindsey announce to the entire assemble that... And Bianca are talking about your personal life and that there might be... There's a rumour that you're in a relation and the arrow just... You shoot... And it thuds right into the wall. Your name, the score flashes, and it still stays at two points. Could I get my Echo Knight to throw my Shadow Blade at it? I'll say yes. Yeah, we'll say yes. And we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, that's an unnatural 20. You just roll a D100. 49. 
uh, again, you, it's that thing of like, oh my god, it's mist. You immediately just swap places with your Echo Knight, and where you flash from, a dagger whizzes past your face. It catches the target. Bianca, are we, I mean, you are scoring arrows here. What do we think? Are we going to allow this? Well, it is a showcase after all, Marty, and the crowd do seem to be enjoying it. That they are, Bianca. And again, just to remind you that this sample accolade is sponsored by McGucket Potions. Remember, if it ain't McGucket, don't fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that's not what it said. Um, uh, 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 There's just kind of a... The crowd go nuts as the shadow blade hits the uh, the target and your number rolls really, really quickly uh, and they just see plus five and you now have seven points. Agilius. I'm going to run over to Fia and just go, okay, so the next target, we don't know where it is. I'm, I think we should stand back to back and keep an eye out for it. That sounds good, but I think you still need to try and hit this one first. Oh, do I? Yeah. I'll just take a shot behind me. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a performance check, you showboater. Come on. Natural 20. Oh. <laughs> I tell you what happens. I'm not going to make you a roll for that, because you showboating fuck. <laughs> a little bit of Ivan Nate rubbed off on you when you were down below. He, he really worked that into the fucking glutes. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't believe what I'm seeing, Bianca. It, uh, he's taking it wild. And the arrow just explodes from your bow. Uh, Fia, you feel a whip past your hair and it strikes the shadow blade and the shadow magic just explodes. He obliterates your knife. Your scores both roll. Minus five to Fia's score. And 25 points to Ajalius. Th- that scoreboard must be broken. You did brilliant. Well done. 35 points. <laughs> Great. You're doing good. It's fine. It's fine. It's just a showcase. You're doing really good. <laughs> you gotta feel for Miss Burbage right now, Bianca. The the idea that her shots are just being obliterated by Night Scout Steel. Uh, you know, he is our Night Scout leader for a reason. That's our AJ. That's on the t-shirts that you can get down in the kiosk just for 15 silver pieces. And remember, portion of those sales are going to the Temple of Brogue. It's time for our final target. Yes, Bianca, you've been keeping us on tenterhooks about this. Just where is the target? Well, if you look at their costumes, you'll see where the final targets are. Marty does that thing where he kind of leans forward and kind of covers like his his brow with any kind of looking. I'm not really. Uh, Fia, AJ, can you give us a spin there, real quick? I give a spin. Yeah, give a little spin. They're just in the middle of their abdomens. Bianca, that is a very interesting choice of shots. These are non-lethal arrows, correct? They're definitely non-lethal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Whew. Folks, they are non-lethal arrows. Kids in the audience, do not try this at home regardless. Both of you kind of look down and you do see that there's a flash and right in the middle of your uh, your abdomen, there is a target, a bullseye. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't want to do this. Yeah, it's like, how am I going to hit myself? <laughs> this is like impossible. It's not how it works. Um, think, think, think. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Freaking out. I'm going to get my Echo Knight to shoot me, so I don't want to hit AJ. Uh, Festa and Ivan, you can hear the chanting, and there is a screen, like, it's just this weird, like, glass sheet that lights up, and you can see the sample, the floor, the, the crowd, the King Dreyfus. 
Marty Morrowindsy and Bianca in a commentator's box and you just you, you can hear the noise overhead of people just roaring shoot as you see Fia and AJ with bow and arrow in hand and just targets on their abdomens that can't be legit can it don't know I can't say I trust these people very much they're not that stupid are they so Fia you want your Echo Knight to shoot you I'm going to dive in front of that arrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both of you give me performance checks. Are, are you communicating this to us? No, 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 no. I'm, okay. ju- I'm just going to You're try and get it. Get, it before, get it done before anything he, he does. so well. 11. My performance is awful. It's three, so five. So it is, I think, of the, this isn't a performance. This is just the two of you being yourselves. And, like, everybody, it's just, I think everyone's holding their breath, watching. Dry, all you hear is just the odd crunch from Dreyfus as he tucks into a third bag of sticky nuts. <laughs> Fia, you take a shot. You roll for an attack against yourself. Uh, that's a 23. Which beats your AC. Oh, yeah. What are you doing to intercept this? I'm trying to AJ. dive in front of the arrow, torso first, abs out, to kind of take the bullet, like, to... Okay. Yeah, I'm just trying to get in the way of this arrow shot. Give me a deck saving throw. Deck saving throw. And I think, yeah, you're looking to beat Fia's 23. 22. Oh! Don't forget your inspo. Uh, mm, I don't know that much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, anything I roll is going to be... But I meet a pizza, right? So I'll just roll it for the sake of rolling it. Plus six, so uh, 28. But if it's okay to add a little flavor onto this, AJ won't notice this, but a small piece of parchment will fall out of his arm bracer and land in front of Fia. It all happens. It's a blur. Fia, your Echo Knight just kind of whooshes forward up the arena, turns, it's holding the arrow that you were holding a minute ago. It turns, pulls back on the bowstring and lets the arrow loose. And then there's just, there's just silence. You're waiting for the the hit and you just see AJ throw himself in front of the arrow and it hits the target dead on. And the scoreboard flashes nobody is reacting. And as AJ kind of hits the ground and slides, your immediate reaction is to kind of go for him and like just see if he's okay. And as you reach down, you see that from the gauntlet on his left arm, uh, a note has fallen and your name is on the front of it, just above a wax seal. And you're so confused. And then the crowd just erupts. I don't think anybody was expecting that, Bianca. That Definitely is... not me. I, I mean, you're the rules lawyer here. You're acting on behalf of Accolade. What do we think? I mean, we have to give it to AJ. He is absolutely the epitome of a hero. Okay, we are going to check in with the priests of Accolade on that ruling just to see that <laughs> if it is up above square and um, actually, they're saying the points are fears. It was her arrow hitting the target. Oh. Who am I to judge? Can't win them all, Bianca, as they say, and that is rule 12. I'm so fired. Fia, you scoop down, you, the crowd are just insane with ecstasy. They're screaming your name as your score rolls over, and it, you just see 107. As you're kind of lying there, AJ, kind of like, just like, oh, breathe. 
breathing through the pain. You were hit with a uh, dummy arrow. I'm hardly checking for where the arrow has pierced him as well. It hasn't. There was just a flat little bulb. She's just feeling him up. Yeah. A small flurry of accolades priests come running with a stretcher and like AJ, you were carted off onto it. Fia, you are... How dare I stand up and walk? <laughs> stretcher off this arena? Please, for, for insurance purposes, you are going oh, to have fine, to remain fine. lying down. I try to stand up and they push me back down. Yeah, please, you're... Humiliation is enough. AJ's name is just wiped away from the dancing lights and it's just Fia, winner, flashing. One of the brothers is kind of like... You're right, miss. Can I can I go check on him, or do I have to stay here? He's fine. He's like, no, it's you. You, we we got a halftime show. We got a snap to it. Uh, So can we clear? And there's a couple of people. You see the people waiting on the wings of the arena, like with brushes and shovels. Like I quickly lean down and pick up the letter, and I just go running after AJ. As you're kind of running after the the stretcher, there are four large automatons coming out. They look like the statues, but they're made of copper and iron. They look awful. Someone's definitely getting fired. As you're kind of being moved down, a member of the royal house uh, approaches. Fia, uh, we're, we're a little caught for time. So the song and dance number has been... So you're off the hook for that. Could you just let Hephaesta and uh, Ivan know that they will be up in approximately 15 minutes? Sure. Oh, where were they taking AJ? Right back down to the changing room. He's fine. He's fine. He's, he's, okay, he's, okay, he's fine. Okay. He's, his abs are rock hard. A couple of minutes after you arrive and AJ, you are conscious. Your tummy hurts. Via you follow in after. There's a small smattering of people outside trying to get a look to see what's kind of happening. We had a performance number or something that's cancelled. So I think you're going to... Oh, thank God. To... I'd never learn those moves. You guys are going to be up pretty quick. Oh, Next. Okay. Uh... And then just like, once I've said that, I go over to, to see how he's doing. Fia one, it was great. <laughs> they had a good time. You, you guys okay, yeah? Yeah, 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 it's pretty cool. <laughs> You've never been shot before? No, plenty of times, actually. Okay. <laughs> but, like, I just forgot to tense. When, like, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Is that vomit bucket anywhere nearby? I'll get uh, it, I'll get it, I'll get it. You've got the sick bucket, you're holding AJ's hair back. Um, I'm, I'm holding his hand. I guess uh, Fia's kind of lost all agency of herself right now and is just concerned. Ivan and Fester, what are you doing? Uh, that was fake, apparently, so I, I assume we'll be fine. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I hope so. You still nervous? Uh, yeah. Stop it. Hmm? Stop it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it works. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm here. <laughs> um, you you uh, look good. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. I feel weird. I don't know what to say. <laughs> There's a huge explosion upstairs. Oh. There's just a loud... And, like, on the screen, you see that yarn, uh, the, the golem that represented him, has just exploded. And you just hear, don't worry, folks, all part of the show. Uh, while we get the sample cleared up, a quick reminder, the kiosk is available and special t-shirts are available. Remember, the four heroes of Tezrab, Littlehorn, Warmnook, and the heroes of our hearts... Coming up after the sample has cleared, Ivan and Hephaestus take on the beast. I fought a beast once. Oh? It was a walrus. You were there. Oh, yeah. We'll probably be fine. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I could just use my laser beam eyes and you yeah. can use your um, squirrels. And rabbits. 
Oh, you've got, oh my god, I forgot. Yes, of and birds. Yes, bluebirds. Yeah, uh, specifically, or a snack, or yeah, I guess depending on the beast. What if you get hit and I make all three birds and they fly around your head in a circle? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like that. Okay. Let's do that. Let's that's do a plan. Yeah. That's a plan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Call time for Ivan and Hephaestus. You are wanted on the arena floor. Oh, uh, just one, one minute. I'm just going to go to the gaff, the gift. Basket, gift basket. That's what it's called. Gift basket, and I'm just going to like just hoof like a bit of whiskey or something. There's no whiskey. There's or, liqueurs. Oh, uh, liqueurs are plenty. I shall <laughs> hoof. Give me a roll of a d12. Oh, oh God! Uh-oh. Don't ruin this uh, for us. Banana liqueur. <laughs> That's a five. Clam and honeysuckle liqueur. Oh, that's oh. nice. Clam? Yeah, that's got to be great. Clam? Mm. clam? <laughs> yeah, clam. <laughs> Where's the bucket? Where's the bucket? There's a, juice. There's quite a sea taste to it. Mm. Then there's a little perfumey taste to it, and then you definitely taste the ooze of a clam. How do you feel now? Worse. <laughs> great. I just give him, like, a real hard slap on the back, and I'm like, let's go. <laughs> Ivan and Festa, as you kind of move out, there is a small kind of gathering of people that are like, oh, God, good, yeah, good, good luck. You're, you're my hero. And like, uh, good luck, Asbestos. Um, One day. Uh, uh, you, you guys are the real heroes. Oh, my God. Did you hear that? We're the real heroes. Okay, I'm going to just pack in my job and go adventuring. <laughs> <laughs> you just ruin someone's life. <laughs> we don't make money off this game. Just hear a Wilhelm scream. <laughs> as you kind of make your way out, Right in the middle of the arena, about 50, 55 feet from the the line of the passageway, the arch that you're under, you see a huge black box covered in a cloth. Avesta, 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 Like the crowd are just roaring your name. Avesta. Oh my god, she loves it. And occasionally there's the odd like, <laughs> okay, hopefully if they're chanting your name, it means they're just looking at you and nobody's looking at me. You lived for like a million years and then died and now you're alive again. You're worried about a little crowd? Dreyfus is standing up. There's just so much honey in his beard. <laughs> if you thought the archers were something, it was a huge, spectacular demonstration of their prowess and their camaraderie. Because that was pure friendship. Well, you've seen nothing yet. As we take Hephaestus Tinderson and Ivan of the Forgotten Vale, and we match them against the ferocious, the deadly, the monsters. Are we sure we can fight this? Because they're not. And Marigold is just nodding. No, okay, I've been assured it's safe. The heart piece are a manticore. And the cloth is just, it just whiffed straight up into the air. In a huge black iron cage, you see a monstrous creature, a manticore, with the curled barbed tail of a scorpion. It's four paws covered in this dark blue chitin material, razor sharp, and the panther-like body just sort of immediately whip around violently and its, t- its tail whips and slashes at the, the bars and it lets out a ferocious roar and the crowd go wild for it. 
and the bars drop. I'm not sure on this, Bianca. I'm pretty sure those things have killed more than they have been killed themselves. It's fine. This one's just a baby. I have no words. Back to Hephaestus and Ivan. Let's see where their morals lie. Uh, <laughs> can you both give me uh, initiative checks, please? And Eilish, you need to give me one too. 21. 19. Oh. 11. Running order is Ivan, Hephaestus, the Heart Piercer Manticore, then Bianca and Marty in the commentator's booth. Ivan. I start with Channel Divinity and I will uh, use Sacred Weapon and then I will use my bonus action to cast Shield of Faith on Hephaesta and give her a plus two to her AC. Okay. Thinks I need a squishy. <laughs> yeah, it is that thing, uh, Ivan, where you kind of like steal your breath and you're like, okay, heart pierce a manticore, heart pierce a manticore, what do I know? Well, it pierces hearts and it's a manticore. That's not good. None of those three words are good words when combined together. So you steal yourself, and then you look at a fester and you're like, oh crap, I have to steal her too. Uh, and you, yep. the magic that you weld up from within yourself, you wash over her. And you can see that my rapier as part of divine, uh, as for channel divinity and sacred weapon, just starts to admit like a, a holy glow. So maybe even, maybe even pink for a bit of a fester, like a, wow. pink, a pink glow off my sword. Ooh. A fester. So first I just kind of look over at Ivan and I'm like, S- this seems much more difficult than what the other two had to do. Uh, this feels like a lot more work. I, but I think their their whole thing was like the love thing, whereas our thing is like the we're the, the cool ones. Uh, am I supposed to actually like shoot this thing, or is this like an act? I feel like we weren't briefed. Uh, just kill it to be safe. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna start small, and I'm just gonna shoot a fire bolt at it. Okay. But I definitely look like very confused. I'm just like, uh, give me a performance check. I don't wanna. <laughs> 19. Okay, uh, your attack is at advantage. Ooh. 17 to hit. 17 hits. And 8 damage. 8. 8. It's that thing of, I think this is fake. Uh, I hope this is fake. And you take a step back and you conjure some flames at the ends of your hand. And it is that sort of like, oh yeah, wait, performance. And you flourish your hand up. And as you do, the fire kind of flicks and then little tendrils of, of flames just whip off and they blast towards the heart piercing manticore. You see it crouch down low and let out kind of a <laughs> as it's blasted in the face. Uh, it recoils a little bit. Any bonus actions? Uh, new. It comes running. Oh my God, it's moving. Thank you. It's 50 feet. It leaps at you, Hephaestus. That is a 26 to hit. Yeah. <laughs> Can um, I um, intercept that? Please, yes. With my shield. You're all your damage now. Yeah, so it's 10 so far. 14 plus uh, 19 slashing damage. So I took 7 okay. damage off. Ivan, you get in just a second as you kind of shoulder at it to try and knock it off its path. It leaps and takes a swipe with its claws, Sophista, and it's like, oh my god. And it catches and it cuts, and the crowd goes. Yikes, Bianca, are we sure about this? There are children in the audience again that I need to remind you of. That's Absolutely. fake blood. We're just putting on a show. It's all for the sake of entertainment. Fantastic. Here, folks, you've heard it directly from the Gale Shire Public Relations Council. This is just a show. Everything you're seeing is staged. Ivan. So the Shield of Faith is concentration, so I think I can just do two regular attacks that's about it so okay. i will um do my roll performance or something or yes yeah uh that's four plus seven that's 11 and it's neither advantage or disadvantage okay so what are just roll the attacks roll the attacks yeah, yeah. 
So that is unnatural 20 and a 16. Oh, and the so that was your both attacks together? Yeah. Yeah, so only the unnatural hit, the 16 does not hit. Okay, five Okay. damage altogether. Ivan, it's that thing of like, you see it bear its claws straight down and the tail kind of whips up violently. You kind of slap at the tail first and just as you kind of, your hand kind of ricochets back, uh, you jab and you kind of stick it in its side. It lets out kind of a hiss at you as one eye kind of turns uh, unnaturally towards you and it looks at you. Festa. Uh, she starts panicking. She's like, not fake, not fake, not fake. I was wrong, Ivan. This is scary. This is wrong. This, uh, this is not fake, not fake. And I just whip around and throw a burning hands out at it. So it needs to make a deck save. Okay. 14. That is 25. Oh. Yeah, that passes. I think half it takes damage. half damage, yeah. 20, 29. 15. Yeah, it's that thing of, oh crap, oh crap. And immediately fire just comes rushing up around you. And before, as it kind of, uh, you draw it from... Uh, your hands and kind of spread outward. This time it's your whole body is engulfed in flame and you just throw it out. You see the, the manticore actually drop down and kind of roll half, kind of spinning on the ground. It lets out a yelp of pain, but it looks sturdy. Any bonus actions? Uh, in a panic, she uses two sorcery points and this time... And you need to roll on your table, by the way. Oh, sugar. Ten. Okay. We're safe. Sorry, two sorcery points. We'll do a third level witch bolt this time. So that's a natural 20 to hit. <gasps> 29 plus 4, 33, so 33 damage. You burn it away, like it, it kind of leaps out of the way and rolls and ducks and dives from your burning hands. It kind of comes up again and it's it's on, it's like it's low on its front paw, like its front paws and its back is kind of reared up and you know it's going to attack. You've adopted the same maneuver against many a bouncer. <laughs> uh, you lock eyes with it and you just feel the energy crackle all around you. And Ivan, you feel the hairs on the back of your neck stand up as you just see yellow lightning just bounce off of Hephaestus' skin. From the tips of your fingers, lightning just shoots. It drapes over the manticore and it is embroiling in pain as the witch bolt energy latches on and you're holding it fast. The crowd are going nuts. Uh, it's going to take a swing at you with its tail, Hephaestus. That is 16 to hit. I have a plus two from you, Ivan, do I? You do, yeah. Yeah, it hits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you need to make me a constitution saving throw of a 16. So Witch Bolt is also concentration. Do I need to roll for that as well? Yes, you need to roll to concentration. Uh, you need to roll a constitution for the spell to see if you keep it going. And a concentration for... Yeah. Or, yeah, both. Yeah. The spell gets a 6, so I lose Witch Bolt and 16 for whatever so meets it, shit beats you it. going on. Oh, never mind. I lied. Uh, so that's a 12 for the spell. Okay, so the spell stays up. And it's a 19 for... Yeah, you'd already beat the... Well, you'd already it's beat a 19, the DC. which is better. Okay, but you beat it. <laughs> okay, but 19 is better. <laughs> okay, so... 19's better. <laughs> take 18 piercing damage oh as its tail just jabs and it stabs right into your chest. Sorry, and I beat something to get that? No, that was its hit. And then you're going to take... Oh, 23. Take 12 poison damage. Bianca, I don't know about you, but I gotta say, that stings. Oh! <laughs> Good one, Marty. Thanks, that's the reason they keep bringing me back. I don't really know what Hephaestus was thinking. You really want to put some distance between yourself and a heart-piercing manticore. Ivan. Uh, I'm going to go in for uh, another two attacks. I've, I've realized it's a show, so I sort of, like, wave my sword. <laughs> sort of like, Give me a performance. <laughs> yeah. What is it, a glow stick? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> 
This is a fight, not a rave. Six plus seven is f- uh, thirteen. Yeah, yeah, people. A few people who have like like mock swords and stuff are also like, Whoa, but like it's not doing much for the crowd. So yeah, I'll roll my two attacks. Uh, a natural twenty, nice. and then a. 18, uh, 21, so a natural 20 and then a 20, 21. So both hit. I'm going to do my Divine Smite at third level each, so that should make it 48 for each of those, so 8d8. 55. 55. <laughs> Unhand her! <laughs> Ivan, there's a moment where you are waving the, the rapier over your head. You see the stinger of the manticore just twist and bend and jab Hephaestus right into the chest. And as you lunge forward, you just hear a voice from behind you, and it's something where you look over your shoulder, and just leaning against the statue, you see Hedana, and on the other side of it, you see a woman dressed very, very similar, and just got these long, kind of bluish, white, and grey robes, wearing kind of a, a long golden chain with a whistle at the end of it, soft kind of brunette hair that's just very tightly kind of kept. It's There's not a... a loose flyway around like that she just looks very very tidy i told you he's my guy and you just feel this surge of power course through you and you see hephaestus kind of crying out in pain and you just that's a really good name for a song (laughs) wait what and you stab the heart piercing manticore right into its heart and you see it literally rear back up you shove the crowd up on their feet everybody is just screaming roaring Dreyfus is after just spitting half his sticky nuts all over Marigold it's in her hair you've lifted the manticore up off you've pushed it back with such force you've ripped the stinger from Hephaestus chest you keep it going you're holding this whole thing up and you just hear that song you hear the music you hear the guitar strings you hear the drums you feel the beat of it no that's not you that's not you you're her guy and you drive the manticore back down onto the ground and you push the rapier through its chest on the other side and into the stone and there's a crack and the crowd are going nuts Thea and AJ you watch as you see Ivan lift the manticore off the ground. I've kind of been enamored with what's been going on on the screen and I haven't realized I haven't let go of AJ's hand yet. Like, oh my gosh, look at him go. Holy moly. Both of you give me perception checks. It's not real, is it? <laughs> 12. It feels pretty fucking real. 12, okay. And uh, 19. Fiat, you, it is, I think you can't take your eyes off the screen and you just kind of feel AJ kind of squeeze your hand it is that like oh wow that it's just like oh it's just one of those moments where it's like oh shit and you look at your hand and then you just something feels wrong something feels horribly wrong and the room starts to shake violently and there is an explosion the crack rips open the floor of the sample arena and the earth and stone are sent flying upwards everybody give me deck saving throws via at advantage Pass or fail? 27. 27. Sorry, what? Pass or fail? Ah, I haven't decided just. Uh, <laughs> 27. 3. Okay, fail. <laughs> uh, 23. Okay, pass. A natural 1 would be a fail, I'd say, would it? A natural 1? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. would be. Cool. Um, those of you who fail take 27 bludgeoning damage and 23 force damage. And? Yeah. So 50 damage in total. 
Good thing you got those greater potions of healing. Good thing it's too late. Those of you who passed take half damage. The arena is just a cloud of smoke and screams are, as people are scattered. Debris is falling everywhere. Via, you were holding uh, AJ's hand. You still are, but he is buried under rubble. You were kneeling next to him and you felt something and you saw the crack on the ground. Jesus, Ivan, not that good. And there's just, it's just chaos. There's just noise and chaos. And you can feel AJ's hand and conscious or unconscious. Oh, I'm still conscious. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. The, you you can feel his hand. You can feel like he like he. It's a thing of oh god, oh god, is he? And he's he kind of pulls a little on, on yours, so he's buried under the rubble. I start like I let go of a sudden. I start digging, trying to dig him out. Okay, give me a an athletics. Just give me a, a strength check, actually. So nine. Okay, yeah, you're pulling at stuff, but some there's large, most of the kind of small bits you've cleared, but he's pinned under a couple of bits and pieces. Hephaestus, what's your current status? Negative 24 health. And your total health is? 68. Okay. With the blast, it is that way. What's happening? And you are sent flying up into the air and everything goes dark. Ivan? I'm good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> My man. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're, you're sent flying. You're, you're, everything's blurry and there is just a high-pitched noise. Uh, and you're like you're trying to focus and there's smoke and there's dust and you just see this huge hole where the sample the floor of the arena was where you were standing moments ago where you felled the heart piercing manticore the hole is about the size of the sample arena itself it's about 80 feet wide and just as you kind of like and you're scanning for Hephaesta give me an investigation check five you can't see her you can't because your eyes are locked on this huge claw coming up out of the hole. A huge head just rises up and you just see these scales, twisted grey and smoky white, just sort of coating from its maw all the way back and it's just dripping ooze from its mouth it has these yellow eyes just and that that flit around looking and as you steal yourself your eyes still scanning the arena for Hephaestus somewhere anywhere you see a second head rise up a third a claw a fourth and a fifth head as a Dracohydra just pulls itself out of the pit and you hear Marigold scream, The King! And guards come running. We're gonna leave it there. the dungeon with Declan, Amber, Sam, Ben, Eilish and me, Louise. This is a bit weird, isn't it, hearing my voice at the end of an episode? 
Declan is unfortunately ill at the moment and couldn't do the outro, so now I have all the power. But I will use it responsibly, I swear, I promise. I want to take a moment and congratulate our friends over at Dungeons & Naggins who have successfully backed their Kickstarter for their game. It is such a fun game, we got to play it here a couple of weeks ago and would highly recommend anyone who hasn't checked it out yet to go over to their website dungeonsandnaggins.com and back it, because even though they've reached their goal you might as well get in there and help out this great little Irish creation. As for ourselves, if you're looking to get involved more with chats and shenanigans, why not pop into our Discord server? It's a great little place to hang out. And for any up-to-date news on shows, podcast releases, anything going on on our Twitch, be worth following us over on Twitter at D8Dungeon. Speaking of Twitch, coming on Thursday, the 26th of October, we have a very special Halloween one-shot that is going to be run by our very own Amber. So if you've ever been curious about the life of Estrella Whistlecoil and the shenanigans that her and the hogs get involved in, it would be worth checking out. Our title card and artwork is by Ralph is Redacted and our theme song Haunted is by Ghost of Red Mountain. That's where I'll leave you now. We'll see you again in two weeks where hopefully somehow the gang manages to defeat a Draco Hydra? Question mark? See you then. Yep. You're probably wondering. When do I get a secret note? <laughs> when I'm falling in love with you. God damn it! <laughs> Wait, I'm going right here. Yes. <laughs> oh, she missed it. No, I didn't. Oh, I didn't. was waiting for her finger. <laughs> <laughs> That's going in the postcard. <laughs>